Welcome to Multifamily Live. I'm Kaylee Arusi. And I'm Jason Arusi. Our mission is to help you unlock your full potential as a multifamily real estate investor. So you can do more deals, bigger deals, with less stress, keep more profit, and free up your time. Multifamily doesn't have to be a mystery. It's time to go live. Aloha, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I am super excited. I have the net worth nurse with me today, Savannah Arroyo. Welcome to the show, Savannah. Hi. Yeah, thank you. I'm super stoked to be here. Super excited to have you. So Savannah is a full-time registered nurse in Los Angeles, California. She uses her skills as a leader in healthcare operations to manage multifamily syndications. She also helps busy medical professionals create passive income through real estate investing. Savannah uses mindset tools and goal setting to elevate herself within the healthcare system, as well as create a real estate business. Welcome again, Savannah. Yeah, yes. So let's see those connections. First of all, how did you get into real estate? And how does you being a nurse help elevate you in this in this in real estate? Yeah, definitely. I mean, so uh, in a lot of ways, and I think a lot of people when they get into real estate or think about real estate investing, most of the time they're coming from a different career and they think maybe their skill sets and and their knowledge base aren't really transferable into real estate. And I mean, for me in the healthcare system and even what I do as a nurse, I was thinking, well, a nurse, you know, what, what kind of skills could transfer into real estate? Right. But then the more I started doing it, I'm like, wow, you know, like organizational skills, leadership skills, time management skills, um, just, uh, communication skills, all of that stuff really ties into what I've kind of been able to do in health, um, in real estate as well. Um, and, and my husband as well, we, we started our real estate company together. And, um, I know even now I have a lot of my conversations with healthcare professionals, a lot of people that I work with, or I know either from the healthcare system. And I think sometimes it takes like that little switch of being like, oh, wait, you invest in real estate? You know, if I'm coming to one of my coworkers about it or they're approaching me about it because I heard I invest in real estate, they're like, what? So-and-so told me you invest in real estate. Like, tell me more about this. And you can see kind of like a shift. And then they're like, oh, I get it. You know, kind of when I start explaining about what I do and just kind of the transferable skills. So yeah, it's, it's an awesome journey for sure. Let's talk about that a little bit. When you talk to your friends, your co-workers in, in the healthcare profession, how do you start off that conversation? A lot of new, t- new investors come up to me and ask me, how do you start those conversations? How do you start those conversations with investors, people that I want to source capital from? How do you do it? Yeah, definitely. So when I when I first decided that I was going to be capital raising, that I was going to launch the net worth nurse. Um, so when we first got into the syndication business, I didn't really want to do anything with capital raising. I didn't. I, I didn't come from sales. I didn't really have the skill set of kind of be selling people on this investment, um, quote unquote. But as I started learning more about it and just kind of how people are doing it. I wanted to come at it from the most genuine way possible. So for me, that was launching my brand, The Net Worth Nurse, being able to talk to these people who want to invest in real estate coming from my background as a nurse has been really, really valuable and just kind of my ability to like stay true to myself. And then really just kind of reframing the mindset of that you're providing the opportunity to people. And I think that's been a huge shift for me when I initially started having the conversations, it can 
feel a little salesy. And then when, when now the ability that I've had to connect with people, it's people that are coming to me being like, Hey, I have these single family homes. I want to sell them and be done with it. I want to hand over my money to someone else. Or like, Hey, I have these Airbnbs that are doing good, but you know, now we can't operate them for whatever reason. Like I just want to sell them and passively invest in a deal. And so now it's really just providing people the opportunity to invest super passively in, in deals. And that that's just been so great, but kind of going back onto how I initiate those conversations. So for me and my role at, at the hospital, I'm an administrator. So I, I don't feel comfortable and I don't approach people about real estate. Um, I, am open about what I do in real estate. So if people ask me what I do over the weekend, oh, I had a meetup in Santa Monica for real estate. Oh, I flew over to Oregon to visit some of my properties. Or if I'm taking off PTO, oh yeah, I'm taking off because I got to you know fly up to Oregon and check on this new property we're doing. Then it sparks the interest and people start asking all the questions, right? Oh, wait, what? Like, tell me more. How are you doing this? Oh, because people, I think, everyone kind of has an interest in real estate investing, right? They hear about it. They kind of understand the concept, but to hear about like everyday people that they work with that are out doing it, I think is like kind of a light bulb moment. And then it usually follows with a lot of questions. And then I'll have people at the hospital who like come up to me, some of my caregivers or people from other departments and they're like, Oh, so-and-so in this department told me that you're investing in real estate. How do I learn more about it? And so it's become such an amazing opportunity. And I love it so much to educate people on the amazing benefits and wealth building strategies that are in real estate. And especially for healthcare professionals, the syndication route, a lot of people hadn't heard of that. I hadn't heard about it until, you know, when we originally started investing in it. So to be able to educate healthcare professionals, especially who don't have a lot of time to be researching and who don't want to do a lot of the heavy lifting in real estate, which is maybe a huge barrier as to why they didn't get started originally to be able to explain to them the syndication model of like, Hey, I'm, I'm operating these deals. I'm running it with a team and I have investors invest passively. Here's the returns they're getting. Then they're like, Oh, this is the perfect fit. This is exactly what I want to do. So it's really just kind of having open educational conversations with people. I want to definitely like hit on some of the golden nuggets that you said right there. Cause I'm huge on the term providing opportunity. I mean, yes, when it comes down to it, we are raising capital, but you're also, you're simply providing opportunity to your investors, choose those, those people that are in your net work. So tell me a little bit about how you provide that opportunity. So if I say I am a healthcare professional, I am a doctor and I hear, oh, nurse so-and-so told me that you invest in something called syndications. How can I get, how can I become a part of that? How can I become a part of that, Savannah? Yeah, definitely. So I, I don't only take healthcare professionals, so I kind of want to, but I, that's, that's my, you know, my people. So exactly. um, I'm kind of more gravitating, but they are open for other investors. But let's talk about that. Cause yeah. so many new investors, so many people who are just getting into syndications, they're like, well, how do I talk to people? Well, Total. start with your people. So one of yeah. your people come up to you and they ask you, how can I get involved? What exactly do you tell them? Yep. And this happens all the time. So it's pretty much scripted at this point. So first I explained to them kind of the concept of syndications. Like, you know, if they, if they haven't heard from, heard about it, most of the time they haven't, it's like, okay, this is the opportunity for people to pool together resources and buy apartment complexes. So what we're going out and doing is we're buying mismanaged 
apartment complexes, either an older elderly owner who isn't pushing rents, isn't the expenses are kind of going out of control. They're not keeping up with maintenance items. So the expenses are really just like tanking a lot of their um, profit. Uh, maybe they own multiple properties and this one's just been sitting on the back burner. Maybe they have someone in the building that's managing it and not raising rents and taking care of some of the expenses. And so we go in and find these opportunities we um, acquire the property and we put in new management, we um, renovate units, repair units, we do whatever to increase rents and then decrease expenses. So, I mean, one of our recent buildings, like the water expenses were out of control. And when we went like triple what they should be, and we went in toward the property and it was like, every unit we went into the sinks were just like a constant drip like the shower heads were just like constantly leaking so we're going in there putting in a whole new plumbing system new water efficient fixtures drastically decreasing our expenses and then we're selling these buildings in about three to five years getting huge returns for investors they're cash flowing at day one so that's explaining kind of how we're making money for investors um, and through our business strategies step one kind of explaining this is what we're doing we allow the opportunity for people to invest passively in the deal. So they hand over their money. These are the returns that you can expect. Um, and then this is kind of the hold period. Um, what communications you can expect. We do quarterly updates for investors. We get in front of a video, explain what's going on with the property. My husband Lupe hops on. We share our financials. So we, we're very transparent with where all the money's going. So the, our investors get to see kind of where we're bringing in money, how they're making their money. And then we send those out quarterly. Um, very open to answering any questions, uh, referrals. So we we kind of have all these conversations up front and then it kind of comes down to like, if there's interest beyond that, I get them in, I do monthly newsletters that I have people be a part of. I show them kind of our um, previous projects, but like really kind of the first step is understanding the returns. So I want all of my investors to understand returns and a real estate investment just so they can go out and compare our projects to other syndication deals and to other investment strategies like single family homes, Airbnb, land. Once you understand what uh, return on investment, average annualized return, cash on cash return, uh, return on equity, how long the hold period is, understanding these core, core return metrics is key for my investors. And that's really where I start. And then kind of the rest is like the overall business strategy. That is amazing because it's the, it's the education piece that has to come first, especially when you're talking to people that don't necessarily know what you're getting into. Maybe they're not accredited. Um, maybe they, this is the first time. So having them and getting them up to speed and having them not only get up to speed, but trust you so much so that you're giving them information. You're letting them know this is the education you need. Okay, so I have there, you might see, you know, ABC syndication over here. And this is how you can read that. Mm -hmm. And you can compare that to what I am offering. That is, that is an amazing standpoint. And I love the information that you just said for my listeners right now. So if you are just getting into real estate, if you're just getting to multifamily syndication, please hit that 15 button a few times back to hear everything that Savannah just dropped because that was great information. So say, thank you for that, Savannah. Before I let you go, do you have anything that you want to share with my audience? Something that only you and your husband, you and your team do, something that you know that my audience could benefit from? 
Yeah. I think really just that there's not one way to do it. There's not one way to get started investing in real estate. I know so many different people with different personalities, with different skill sets, with different home life, personal life, work life that are coming into real estate with all different angles. And really at that point, educating yourself and networking with people who are doing kind of what you want to be doing is really the place you want to be at. Um, I, I, imposter syndrome, even when I came into this, this real estate world of like launching my syndication business, there's already doctors out there that are raising from medical professionals. There's people doing what I'm doing. And I used to think like, there's no space for me. Like, what am I going to do in the real estate world? People are, are already out there doing it. Right. But then I realized like, even when I listen to podcasts or when I hear people share their story, like certain stories resonate more with me and, um, different operators have different personalities and, and other people will place their investments with them. And it just goes to show that there's space for everyone. You know, you can go out there with, with where you're at in your life right now and go make money in real estate if you want to. And my biggest tip for anyone getting started or not really knowing what they want to do is find someone out there on social media that's doing what you want to be doing, whether it's flipping houses, they're doing Airbnbs, they're doing multifamily syndications, like follow them on Instagram, Facebook, whatever your social media favorite is and watch their journey. A lot of people I know for me, for my social media, like the biggest thing that I do is show what I'm doing in real estate, show what I'm doing as a nurse, what I do as a mom in my home life. Like I give people a really good inside look into kind of like who I am as a person so that when it comes time to invest with me, they know me. And, you know, I have very open conversations with my investors and keep the communication lines definitely both ways. But if there's someone out there who's doing what you want to be doing, reach out to them, ask them how they got started, ask them if there's any way that you can help them with their business and, and hopes to learn anything. Um, there's in the real estate world, there's so many entrepreneurial like-minded people that are super encouraging and uplifting. And I've just, when I first got started, I, I wasn't really pushing the networking too much. And that's something I've really done in the last year. And it's paid off so much just connecting with other people who are like-minded and want to achieve similar things is very powerful. There is so much power there that I want to pick apart and unleash. Um, so mama, I'm going to actually, my first question based on everything that you said, um, is I'm going to ask you my mothers of multifamily question. This is a part of the podcast that I reserve for my mamas. So mama, how do you do it all? How, how are you mom? How are you nurse? How do you juggle all of these perceived balls, these almost like glass balls, Mm -hmm. um, and still, and still come out of it, fresh and alive and spirited and with, uh, with, uh, with strength. That is, that is the question, right? And I love listening to all the mom's answers for that because it is hard. And I think prioritizing is number one. So my kids will always, always come first. And when I started building my business, I started getting heavy on social media and I turned off all my notifications on social media. So the, those don't come to my phone because I would find myself on the weekends or in evenings with my daughters. I, yep. The Instagram, someone messaging LinkedIn, you'd get a comment, Facebook, someone's messaging you. And it would distract me with my time from them. And I hated it. And so doing little things like turning off my notifications. So then when I'm 
doing. So then when I put my girls to bed and I'm like, okay, now my real estate hat's on my mom's hats off for a little bit, put my real estate hat on. I'm going to dive into my business. Then this is the point when I can get really interactive with people, respond to messages, see what people are doing, work on what I need to work on. So being very specific about your time and what you need to do, you know, when I'm at an, at my hospital working as a nurse, I'm there as a nurse, you know, I'm, I'm working as a nurse full-time doing that. And so being, being intentional about your time is huge and delegating. So stuff, you know, that I've done, like when I went back to work after my second daughter, like I got a house cleaner because I was not going to be spending my weekends (laughs) cleaning my house. And that's (laughs) all of that. Yeah. And for any, I'm going to stop you there just for a second for any mamas that are just like, well, that's my quote job. That's what I do. That's no, No, if you want to do other things, what is your time worth? Your time is not worth cleaning your toilet. So go on. You have, uh, I love, I love everything you're saying. I I love that you highlighted it because that was so hard for me to pay for a house cleaner. Like, I don't know why I hadn't done that sooner, but it was so hard for me to do that. And now I do it. And every time she comes, I love it. And I'm just like, the fact that I don't have to spend my weekend cleaning my showers and my toilets is like, yes, be worth its weight in gold. So yeah, I mean, delegating things like that. You know, I, I kind of settled with the fact of like, I don't personally like cooking and my husband and I order takeout. Yeah. We, I mean, we still eat super plant-based healthy stuff. And luckily in LA, those places are everywhere. So, um, you know, we have the opportunity to order takeout instead of spending our evenings cooking dinner and doing dishes. Like that's another thing that I kind of gave up. And for me, that was very hard because I came from a home where my mom cooked dinner every single night and, and she still does for her and my dad. And so that was, and my husband is, is Hispanic, came from a very Hispanic culture where his mom also very much prepared all the meals she still does for her husband, bless her soul. But that was something where it was like, okay, I'm, I can't do that. Like, I don't like doing that. I, I, I kind of gave that up. So being able to delegate things in your life and prioritize it allows you to be more intentional with your time and it helps. It's still a balance. I still struggle with it very much. Um, but being able to do stuff like that has helped a lot. So, and I'm going to kind of ask you a leading question right now, because I want to connect this for any of my fathers, gentlemen, um, people who might be listening right now where you're just like, oh, I'm not kind of not connecting. How can what you just said connect to everyone out there? Just the fact that you need to leverage doing things that you love to do, not those things that you don't like to do. Mm-hmm. How does that connect with everybody? Not just mamas. I mean, it's really helpful for us mamas because we think we need to do it all, uh-huh. but it's the same for everyone else. How does that connect with anyone who's listening? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I, we, my husband and I have done this in any, in other places in our business. Like, so for instance, I spoke at a seminar and I had to create a a free gift, like a worksheet. And I'm like sitting at my computer, raking my brain. I like kind of had the concept, but I didn't know how to make it pretty. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, why is this not looking pretty? Like I can't do it. And then I literally just wrote it out on a word document, sent it to someone on Fiverr who does these spreadsheets. And I'm like, can you make this look good within 24 hours? They gave me something beautiful. So just little things like that, like building my website that sometimes things that I outsource, um, kind of our investor presentations and, um, packets, like sometimes we'll outsource that to kind of have it aesthetically made up. So there's a lot of different things that you can kind of delegate. And I mean, in terms of just like overall work-life balance, like my husband and I like take time for ourselves too, um, because it can be hard, especially if you're doing this with a spouse to 
have every conversation be revolved around our kids and our real estate business. I mean, yeah, that's like kind of how our conversations go sometimes. And then, you know, we'll occasionally have to step outside and go like on a date and be like, okay, we're not, you know, we're talking about us, like taking time for ourselves or my husband will go and watch a sporting event with one of his friends. Like it's, it's, you have to bring that balance in your life. Otherwise it will feel heavy and like work instead of a passion, which is what it really is. I love it. Bringing the passion back, not only to your business, your relationship, to your relationship with your kids and really just not, not living for real estate and understanding that real estate is something that's supposed to help you live a better, fuller life. So Savannah, thank you so very much. If any of my listeners want to get a hold of you, how can they do that? Yeah, the net worth nurse. So you can find me under the net worth nurse on all social media handles. That's Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Instagram. My website's thenetworthnurse.com. I love connecting with other people interested in real estate. So if anything I've said has been interesting, please reach out to me. I would love to connect. Please do. So look for Savannah, the net worth nurse on all social media platforms. And if you loved what you heard today, please like, review, subscribe, hit all those buttons. You are so amazing. Thank you so much for listening. And Savannah, thank you for being on today. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much.